0: Welcome back. It is volume 43 of the NFC East mixtape, the greatest crossover ever attempted in the history of mankind. I am R. Joe Joe from Blogging the Boys. He is Brandon Gotten from Bleeding Green Nation. You can listen to this show on Blogging the Boys, Bleeding Green Nation, Hogshaven, Big Blue View, all four NFC East sites across SB Nation. BLG, how are you doing today on this fine, fabulous, fantastic, uh, we record on Tuesday, but launch on Wednesday of Super Bowl week.
1: Comment and a question. Comments. I'm excited because the Super Bowl is coming up, and that's fun. Question: Who is the most memorable, or can you name any Cowboys player who wore number 43?
0: Oh, Gerald Sensabaugh wore 43, okay. and um, <laughs> I believe Dan Reeves wore 43 with the Cowboys. Okay, Darren Sproles
1: uh, for the Eagles. So I have you beat.
0: Uh, I disagree. No, actually, Dan Reeves wore 30. What am I doing? Oh my gosh, goodness gracious! Um, wow. Darren Sproles, fun, but Darren Sproles isn't really an Eagle. Darren Sproles is a saint. Do you not think he's a target. Hall of Famer? No, not everybody okay. we like is a Hall of Famer. That's not he's like way fifth all time, I think, and all Nobody Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Yeah. Um, BLG, anyway. I mentioned when this show goes out, because it's important, uh, wherever you are listening to it, by the way, whether it's Blocking the Boys, Bleeding Green Nation, Big Blue View, Hogshaven, uh, make sure to subscribe, leave a rating, write a review, go somewhere else to leave a rating, write a review, talk trash to your NFC East foes. Uh, but it's an important note that this show is recorded on Tuesdays, because when we recorded last week, we did not have a very important piece of information. We actually didn't have two very important pieces of (laughs) information uh, because we talked to Ed Valentine from Big Blue View about the Giants hiring Brian Dable, and then a few hours later, all hell broke loose uh, with regards to the process behind that. So that is a story um, that is still seemingly being told. We'll see what happens with the Giants. They do have a new defensive coordinator who we'll get to in a little bit, but one day after we last spoke, BLG, a new team was born. We got a new team in the NFC East.
1: Yeah, really exciting. Everyone loves the the new team in the NFC East.
0: Everyone is so pumped about it, and especially... I mean, the, the highest level of pump comes to us from Hogshaven, SB Nation's home, for no longer Washington football team content, but Washington commander's content. And to talk about the commanders, we have brought in one of the very best people in the world, really, in the universe, nay. Uh, one. Just seriously, what an exemplary person from Hogshaven it is, Brian Stabby. Stabby, thank you so much for joining the NFC's Mixtape.
2: Oh, happy to be here. I, I listen. I have never, and again, I'm about to use a superlative, met anyone who uses superlatives quite the way that you do. Uh, it's it's really quite the honor. I'm I'm flustered here. Um, Darren Sproles is also not a Hall of Famer, and the best number forty three in NFC East history is uh, former MVP Larry Brown of the uh, now. I guess he's he's a commander or i don't know how we're doing retro retroactive application of names but um yeah yeah shout
0: out Larry brown good times um wow so stabby where do we start um i i so you you have you've been around bleeding green nation blogging the boys you know we'd love to talk to you you've been on the mixtape before um you foolishly, like my man BLG here, thought that Ron Rivera could lead a team to a, another division <laughs> title. You guys had to eat all that crow. Um, and and other than that, you were a pretty rational and objective person, in, in my experience, um, to use a few more superlatives. Um, sure. So I'm very, very curious for your thoughts. We'll just let you take the floor here on the Washington Commanders.
2: I mean, I, I really... <laughs> The one sentence uh, version of this is all of that for this, (laughs) right? All of that, all of it for this, like I would love to know what exactly it was they were doing for 18 months because to, to do all the, they talked a really big game, a really big game that we all... I think we're we're thinking there's no way that they could back this up in the way that they are planning on doing it. And then, you know, there was some cautious optimism that maybe they could. It's like no one could possibly be talking this big a game and not be able to back it up. Even this team, which has shown a tendency to never be able to back it up. There's no way that they would set themselves up to fall flat on their face like this. And guess what they did? They, they fell flat on their face. I just, it's like, look, they were put in an entirely unenviable position from the jump. They, you know, and this is not like an, I want to say 18 months. This has been decades in the making. This is a thing that, you know, frankly, folks have been calling for or sort of has been on the radar for years and years and years. There are local writers who've been beating this drum. I think that there's a pretty sizable subsection of the fan base who's always kind of like, felt a little bit uncomfortable by, you know, the Redskins name and sort of just like, okay, well, at the time, you know, th- these were the cultural norms, but like we learn and grow. And so maybe there is an opportunity here to, to make this change and it's the right worthwhile thing to do. Now, of course, like the circumstances under which they went from Redskins to Washington football team as a measure of like a smoke screen to deflect from other off the field stuff was like, all right, well, I guess, you know, any port in a storm really like but that was sort of done in a slapdash way and then to try to they're just kind of like talking out of both sides of their mouth oh we want the fans input we want to have significant buy-in from the community and the fans and we want to honor history and have there be sort of a seamless integration and that's again talking a big game and i think folks we're genuinely excited for the opportunity, which is really a once in a lifetime opportunity you expect for a franchise to have a legitimate reason to change their name to sort of like not wipe the slate clean, but like give yourself a little bit of a shot in the arm. And ultimately, they came up with this. It's just like, how on earth, like, how unbelievably tone deaf, how totally incomprehensibly stupid do you have to be to do all of that and still end up here and i will admit you know even in even the night before they had the announcement they had the the helicopters circling around the stadium they were able to see into the stadium like we're pretty sure it's commanders i had like five percent of me that was like oh maybe this is all a big misdirection they've taught such a big game there's no way that they're gonna botch this they couldn't possibly botch this and then they went and did and it's just like I don't envy, I don't envy the decision makers who had to like be put in between a rock and a hard place. There was no single name that had a majority of people who were in favor of it. I mean, Commanders, I guess, was sort of approaching a plurality. But the fact that it just was like this big, long song and dance, and then to completely fall flat on your face and do it into such a way that was so cheap and amateurish. It's just like another uh, just another put it right on the pile with all the other garbage that we've had to shovel into our faces like here we are yet again and
1: then just to have like you talked about fan input i mean they clearly didn't get chase young's input just to have like no yeah yeah your star (laughs) player the best player most prolific player on the team number two overall pick in uh the nfl draft a couple years ago and him to be on the record previously obviously not reacting to it live Uh, uh, this yeah that this name is like an f or f minus whatever kind of name it's like that's just that's really something to have that be out there so i guess my question for you i know you said like there wasn't you know um uh consensus or anything but in your opinion your, your take on it what should it have been or should they have just stuck with the football team
2: well it's funny because uh there was an SB Nation poll that went around this week that showed a majority of folks actually at this point now preferred Washington football team to commanders. And, you know, like it, that's a self-selecting group. So the people who are responding to that are the folks who are like E, A, like signed up to get asked those questions and B feel compelled. Um, you know, if, if I had my druthers, I, at the very end, did come around on Hogs, okay. like, and I know it's a little bit like anodyne, or like you're also extremely
0: biased. I'm, hogs I mean, no big deal. I, company man, I
2: am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it would, it would, the the synergies would have been SEO. off the charts for us. <laughs> uh, you know, and frankly, like, I probably could have lived with Commanders. I mean, I will because <laughs> I have to, but you know, just like it was, it was not just one thing. It was all of it. Like the jerseys suck, yeah. the logos suck like i i we we spent an hour on the 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 cold cold this week just going through like piece by piece like all right we'll talk about the home jerseys the away jerseys the logos the secondary marks the black jersey which to me felt very like 2007 it's like yeah it was really cool for a period of time for like the cardinals and i guess like the eagles and a handful of other teams be like oh we're tough we're black (laughs) we're wearing a black jersey like look out we're coming for you it's like what what we're not even in the right decade at this point in terms of they just didn't have their finger on the pulse i mean there was the getting the years wrong on that horribly so, so crest. How, how do you feel t- about that to, and to be clear in case
0: anybody doesn't know uh this i actually kind of like this element the like crest or emblem whatever you want to call it i think that's cool uh but at the bottom it's got all five world championship years the first two um of which predate the super bowl era but the the final three years are all the super bowl years and they used the year that the super bowl was literally won and so it'd be like referring to the 2022 rams or Bengals, which nobody does um are you willing to die on the literalness of this or or do you think it's stupid
2: i mean i i also conceptually like that idea right I, I think it it sort of rings to me of um there's some amount of like a soccerish element to it which like i know some people are going to be like well that's not us it's like well you know it's kind of a cool thing generally speaking but like the design itself does not read it's like est 19 and then like on the other side 32 and then like also here's our new logo and here's our, our new name and also we've got some years on here they may be right they may be wrong and then Even the deflection after that was like, well, we were just going by the record books. And it's like, "Okay, well, pull open the record books and see what they say. Pull
0: open. You said the word ring. Pull open the rings. The rings have the
2: other years on. Yeah, it's on the (laughs) ring. It's on their ring. Like one of the years that they have on there, the Cowboys won the Super Bowl. That is embarrassing. It's embarrassing. I have this really awful watch of this Redskins jacket in my closet. And maybe next time I'll pull it out for you. I've tried to sell it on eBay and like people won't even buy it. It's like this monstrosity. It's one of those ones that has all the Super Bowl years and patches on the shoulders. I think I got it at like, like a flea market or like a, it was just kind of like, oh yeah, all right for 10 bucks. And it's like, all right, what do I got to do with that jacket in order to align with this stupid new like logo that we have here? It's just they just they could they're just it really felt like there was an opportunity that was completely fumbled just fell flat on their face it was amateurish it was just like and and really frankly when i think about over the course of the last year and a half we've seen a lot of really interesting and creative and um sort of like folks have have put some brain power into this and some of the stuff that i've seen posted on reddit and on twitter and on hogshaven and Like They're cool. Like These are are folks who are just like, I feel compelled enough about this team that I want to say like, all right, well, this is what I would do. And some of it's looked really, really good. Almost all of it looked far better than what they came up with. And it's just like, oh, well, Tanya Snyder was involved. She was very hands-on. It's like, well, maybe she shouldn't have been. Maybe you should have gone and got some freaking professionals to do some professional work or do what you said you were going to do and get your fan input because no one is, no one's really happy about this, right? So it, there isn't that tie to the community that they said that they wanted. Like the, I understand that like Ron Rivera was making a big push for like the military adjacent thing because of his upbringing. Co- coaches are temporary, yeah. like <laughs> yeah. names are forever. So dumb, but just like it feels very you know and this isn't an original thought but it feels very much like a, oh well we have a movie it's about the nfl but we couldn't get the rights to the name so like we're gonna call them commanders it's like very much of a like a a madden create a team just like everything about it feels so amateurish that it's just like should we have expected more probably not but at the same time you know like i'm and look people will probably get over it but in the moment it's just like there was this hope and there was this optimism and just this idea that something could have been good and different and cool and fun and like we could move on in like a good way and, and none of that well that's happened. kind of like the mode of a washington
1: fan though right like that's the thing with the team in addition to the off the field thing it's like we're we're kind of we know that they're probably going to mess it up because daniel snyder is here and there's all these like influences that they're going to have to overcome we can we can hope they overcome that but when it doesn't happen we're not going to be shocked but it is still disappointing and you're not going to just like like okay it's fine we'll go with it no like you're going to point it out um so yeah that's pretty disappointing i wanted to point out that yes uh when it comes to the jerseys like black isn't even a color of this team from what I get like I'm looking at the logo. I don't see black in here. Like I know the Eagles aren't like super heavy on black in their own but there is some, at least a little bit. It just doesn't even make sense to me. Um all of it is very on brand I, I feel like badly for your team. Um on the field unless you did did you want to ask me anything more about that well, rj said, I, I had on
0: one i had a, 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 yeah. a, a follow-up on this just because there is so much stabby um yeah
2: yeah, yeah believe <laughs> <so> me <laughs> i say this
0: uh for the podcast audience that can't see it wearing my san antonio commanders half zip um so mm-hmm. you know re- representing literally the... an
1: aaf team like stabby saying it doesn't feel like you know <laughs> an nfl team feels like a, you know sp- it, it literally was like a, a sub nfl league team name
0: but on that note i did appreciate like from an objective standpoint, the the, whatever the video was, Debbie, that they released like a month ago, that was kind of the like, look, look behind the scenes of the process of it all. And I appreciate the transparency of saying, look, a lot of these have trademarks and, you know, this is a, a massive undertaking. It's not just this like, You know, Red Wolves sounds cool, so let's do that. But you know what? You're an NFL team, so, like, buy it off. You know what I mean? Like, like, you have – if anybody in the world has the funds or the resources to do this, it's you. Um, And so my question is kind of about the leadership behind this and not really Ron Rivera, but Jason Wright, I recognize, inherited an extraordinarily difficult circumstance to turn around in a lot of different ways. I do feel like he has – pretty much dropped the ball at every seismic moment over the last year. Um, I think back to, I mean, it's not that long ago, but the Sean Taylor retirement was an incredible bots job aside from the fact that it was also clearly this PR stunt to deflect from the defamatory things happening around the team. Again, that's one element of of you know ickiness that it was let alone the fact that it was also from just uh how it was orchestrated standpoint terribly done i also think you know i again i kind of liked this but the night before they visited dallas as an example i'm sure you remember stabby he tweeted out a photo of like some yard in washington uh, where snowmen were peeing on the Cowboys logo, only to see Washington get blasted the very next day. He's he and so he's the guy who comes out in all of the hype videos and stuff, and is, he's the one I think spoon feeding the like what the frontman would in the movie you're talking about. Like this is sick, guys! Like Commander Nation, let's go and like like. I, he's the one that i like who speaks and i laugh because he, his things sound the most pokey to me um am i is my read wrong am i a hater like what what is the the temperature on jason Wright?
2: i think that jason wright um who i guess what's his role it's team president he's sort of like in this amorphous like he doesn't really have he's filled this void that um like Bruce Allen was in though it's sort of more of like a businessy type thing, and again, like the fact that I can't even tell you definitively <laughs> what his role is, I think speaks to some of this uh, I think um he's lost a ton of credibility over the course of this process and really over the course of the duration of his time in Washington um folks I think were wanted to see a fresh face who would be a little bit more um transparent and receptive to fan feedback cuz those are sort of the types of things at least that he's been pitched as being um responsible for and to his credit early on I think there was some amount of that where you know he's sort of done the like we're learning we're listening we know we got it wrong we're looking to try to be responsive but they really made him the front facing you know figure in all of this you know they did this like making the brand web series um he's sort of been the one that's out there and talking and you know i think there was a hope that there would be some amount of autonomy and that like we could buy into someone who cares about this team and wants to do right by it but really it's just it's become abundantly clear that if it ever wasn't like the fish rots from the head He's 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 a mouthpiece for Dan Snyder. He's going to go out there. He's going to be the face that says the stuff that Dan wants to say and hear. And so to go through all of that um, at this point, I think that he is he suffers now from a humongous credibility gap. You know, he was out there sort of saying like, oh, well, we're going to there's going to be some misdirection. And then like, well, the misdirection was actually there was no misdirection. You look at some of those videos, right? Like where they were trying to like tease some of the stuff and you talk about like amateurish. The one, the logos that ended up not being blurred in the version that got sent over to NBC Sports were the ones that they went with That everybody was like, well, this, is, this isn't this is good. Like hopefully this is like the option C that you that the designers put in there hoping like, well, we have to fill out the sheet. So like they'll pick A or B, like no one would ever pick C and like, what did they do? they went and picked that one it was very funny because like there was a lot of internet sleuthing in those videos where there was like a reflection of the logo up on the window that people were able to like enhance enhance and it ultimately ended up being the like the w logo that they picked and everyone's like oh man that that that's like there's no way that they'll go with that like that that look i think it looks like this i think this is what they're going at but there's no way and then they did it's just like oh my gosh how how do you come back from all that and then to like do it in the parking lot, like to announce it in the parking lot. That's what lot. I was going like, to say.
0: Like, how do you feel about this? Like, th- this actually felt very, like, high school Friday morning pep <laughs> rally-ish to, to have, yeah. like letterman jacket like why is tanya snyder wearing a letterman jacket like just remember when the the world roasted the houston texans for wearing letterman jackets and they were like very good when that (laughs) happened you know what i mean and so like this just feels and now they're like having their players like like are they going to wear the is that like a permanent thing like are they wearing the jackets like is is this like i just i I don't know it's i i love you stabby but man i feel for you
2: i look obviously i'm worked up about it this is not the type of thing that is worthy of my time and energy being worked up about. But like, listen to Hotz podcast my... people. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I'm gonna blow my stack on this for a little bit, and then I'll just be like, well, whatever. I mean, I by the time we had recorded our like emergency initial podcast on like Walking Third, I was like, well, maybe the W logo isn't that bad. <sighs> Bargaining. Yeah, of course, that's at the stage I'm at. But like, th- and then for again Jason Wright is like oh well guess what we're also going to have a mascot and we're going to have a fight song yet to be determined it's like what were you doing for 18 months that we are at this point it's it's just it's amateur it's totally amateur i think you're you're selling a high school pep club short <laughs> for the amount of of work that they put in and the effort that they put in with like the resource room a high school team would have put up like something blocking the banner into the team store that couldn't be seen the day before if they really want it it's just it sucks it's just <laughs> it's like a just a, just it's just a bummer like it really all of that for this you know like it's just a bummer. uh do
0: you have one last one then i have one last thing yeah
1: f- fill in the blank for me here uh the washington commander's week one starter for the 2022 nfl season is
2: a, a quarterback is not, to be clear since you didn't is say. not currently Does i, say, on this I didn't say quarterback no, you didn't. The quarterback is not on this it. roster. Okay. It's, they're not there. Um, and
1: why is it Jimmy G, by the way?
2: God. Because that's like a perfectly, that's a perfectly square peg in a square mm-hmm. hole that the Washington football team would do. I think like, you know, in the pantheon of players that it could be, there are already people who are deluding themselves in the idea that it could be Aaron Rodgers <sighs> or Russell Wilson. And it it's like, well, that's probably not going to happen, guys. Um... And then there's the like, well, maybe it's Mitch Trubisky, oh. which would oh, be man. so, so, so like, what's the perfect balance? It's Jimmy G. I The one thing I do think about that is like Ron Rivera now coming into year three, like you got to put up mm-hmm. or shut up in year three. So I could see him pushing really hard to finally get some resources that are legitimate that he can sort of prove himself and maintain some of that credibility from a football perspective. I could see them going and trying to do something really silly um or like really really ambitious but ultimately like what is the move it's it is a jimmy g type and like do i think it it'll be him maybe maybe not of of the options of guys who are like in the league right now it, one probably makes the most sense i don't know if they're gonna go quarterback round one um there's an this is a kind of weak class in my and i'm not like a big tape eater but it again talk about unenviable positions that they've put themselves in. I think the quarterback one is is another one um that is going to be a huge question mark going into this year.
0: Um, looking forward to like the Jimmy G posters outside of FedEx. You know, in the coming oh yeah, he's a
2: good looking like, man. I'll take you know, look, he's got that really angular jawline. Yeah. Come on, those cheekbones. You could you could sell a lot of tickets. With you that. said
0: square peg and square hole, like. Jason Wright would overthink this and they would be like, guys, no, the hole is W shaped and the peg is 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 is, a W. Like that because we're on Mm -hmm. brand. Like he would so overthink this. Uh, my last thing is really not important, but actually is super important. And you know, we all have different practices and you know structures at every espionation side. Somebody does this, somebody does that, whatever. Um, I have an issue with a Hogshaven tweet,
2: Stabby. I don't know if you saw this um uh, okay so, as as someone who does not control the right right, right. I will I, funnel this to the appropriate i, uh, I knew
0: i knew uh, you i knew ball. you didn't uh but okay, I, yeah. I, I knew this wasn't right. on your hands i just wanted to, to bring I'll this be up. the jason Wright of this <laughs> situation. we're listening we're learning What what's the
2: problem again? so uh <laughs>
0: friend of blogging the boys patrick walker works for cbs sports i uh, tweeted out a story and his tweet Uh, I'm just going to read it verbatim says Micah Parsons isn't interested in jogging around or playing two hand touch at the 2022 NFL Pro Bowl. The Cowboys playoff exit still fresh on his mind. And then he had a quote from Micah who said, I'm going hard like Sean Taylor in that joint. They're going to be so mad. Obviously, Sean Taylor, one of the most famous plays in Pro Bowl history, something we all love. We can all recognize he was awesome. The Hogs Haven Twitter account uh, tweeted a screenshot of this and said, take his name out your mouth. Um, So is it, malpractice in the eyes of commanders fans for anybody to compliment Sean Taylor or I know that the list is short but any other commanders greats like you know what's what's going on here
2: what's going on is we're a bit of a cranky bunch right now (laughs) and I think you're just gonna like see us lash out in some ways where um the frustration is boiling over personally all right well as someone who wanted Washington to get Micah Parsons in the first place because he was it was very obvious to me that he was going to be a baller at that position and he frankly has been and the guy that we ended up getting has Mm. not yet proven himself to be quite as capable in jamon davis um i think that maybe there's some amount of like well damn it like we we didn't get this guy i think look i'm all in favor personally and again i'm I'm not trying to start beef with our guys here i'm in favor when guy when game recognized game and a guy is able to say like well sean taylor like he was a great even though, I mean, was was Michael Parsons in middle school when he was playing? Like, I don't know that he remembered. Of course, everyone's seen Sean Taylor lay out Brian Mormon in that Pro Bowl in like what is probably the enduring one of two enduring uh, Washington Commander football team, Redskin adjacent memories from this century. Look, I, I if people want to if people want to show Sean Taylor props, good on him. As for the state of the fan base, um, there's a lot of ranting and raving going on right now. We're just, we're not in a great headspace. You just got to cut us a little bit of slack, guys. Like, we know you, anything you could say, we already know. (laughs) Anything you're feeling, we already feel it. So let's it's gonna take us a little bit of time to sort of process and digest this is a lot going on okay that's just that's I think where we're
0: at he is Brian stabby of hogshaven you can listen to him on the hogshaven podcast network um, always a pleasure stabby um, I could we ask for one last thing before you leave and that is just sure. a, a yeah, vigorous um, you know rendition of the new slogan that Washington stole from San Antonio take command could you just give us a, a full authoritative take command on behalf of the washington commanders
2: take command <laughs>
0: that's where it's at
2: that's, that's that's look that's coming from the pit of my stomach take you know, we're taking command i mean i wow. feel like it's actually sort of like a literal thing like the take
0: command like like you want us to take it you know what i mean like it's more of a yeah question yeah exactly uh brian stabby you're the man thank you so much for joining the nfc's mixtape uh blg was talking trash about you before you joined just so you're fully aware
2: i wouldn't expect anything else (laughs) thanks a lot stabby we'll
0: talk to you um soon enough appreciate it Awesome conversation with Brian Stabby from Hogshaven. Uh, BLG, I have a question for you as it relates to Hogshaven specifically. I know Stabby can kind of hear us in the background, so if he is going to stick around and hear this, it might be awkward, but I'm going to ask it to you anyway. Cool. All right, so the logos for all four NFC East teams, um, at SB Nation, our sites, the Blog and the Boys logo is like a cowboy star, you know, within the circle. The Blue and Green Nation logo is like an eagle kind of flapping sort of thing. Uh, the New York Giants and now Commanders logos for those team sites are actually sort of like the team helmet a little bit. I don't know if you've ever like truly looked at this. The Big Blue View logo is like a blue silhouette helmet with the red stripe, like the mm-hmm. Giants helmet. The Washington Commanders, you know, site at Haven. the logo was the old team's name um helmet like with the white and yellow stripe with a little hog on it um and so i guess i'll ask stabby since he hung out here do you have to change the logo now stabby because no, no. it's just absolutely a, not a, it's a single yellow <laughs> no, no. line though that the helmet stripe doesn't exist anymore
2: no no it's the that's the, the singularly the best branded washington football team sorry washington commanders adjacent uh <laughs> logo that exists out there and uh i this is the one where i will lay down the smack hogshaven has the best uh logo of any SB Nation uh, team site in the NFCs. Mm-hmm. So uh and who who has second? <laughs> uh Bleeding Green Nation has a pretty good pretty good. You know, letter. it's that be, it's yeah. been great talking to you. We'll see you next yeah, time. Yeah, all right. <laughs> see you later. Uh <laughs> <right>, later. Anyway.
0: <laughs> um wow. So commanders it is, BLG. Have you enjoyed life uh with the commanders in the division over the last week?
1: No, definitely not. Mm. Um okay. I mean my life has been fine, but that has not added anything to my life. Uh I think Washington football team, they should have just stuck with it i mean it was fine it wasn't like offensive it wasn't bad right i hate to
0: take like i know you're not saying it this way and i know stabby wasn't either but i hate when people speak a generality as if it's like an original point you know what i mean so somebody like i'm sure you've seen somebody say or heard somebody say in the last week like you know i don't know if it's just me but I, I really liked Washington football team. No, it's literally everyone. Like, it's not just you. Like, everybody feels that way. People will do that. You know what I mean? Like, people will say yeah, something. Well, I wasn't doing like a, that to be clear. I know you weren't. I'm just, you know, getting something off my chest. I literally said this isn't what you were doing or what Stabby was doing.
1: Yeah, but I don't know. You're, you're kind of implying it is, or you're associating me with that, even if not intentionally.
0: Um, uh, wow oh by the um, way wait
1: while we're on the subject of the logos here uh i should probably go get something but if i do that i'm gonna have to put off my headphones so vamp for so like, i have
0: to buy time is that what you're saying see while you're, here,
1: you're gone i can hear you i'm okay. taking them all
0: brandon is is leaving the show um mid recording uh this has never happened before in the history of the nfc's mixtape and he's back okay. that really wasn't that long i thought you were gonna I'm be around for a while
1: boom Speaking i saw of- this
0: on your instagram yeah
1: at Brandon Galton, by the way, you can follow. Um, uh, only pulling plug in yourself. Interesting. Well, I was trying to plug, actually, my, uh, my friend, Josh, who made this from at woodgrain underscore studio. So uh, if you're looking for any you know, of these kind of, and also if you're listening to the audio version, you're not getting to see me holding a wood plaque of the Bleeding Green Nation logo. Uh, but if you want some work like this and you're in the Philadelphia area, you can get it by reaching out to them. So it's a little plug. It's a, it was a nice gift. Once again, I'll be honest. Key, it, key best so it, it's a
0: beautiful gift, but honest, like objectively speaking, what I don't like about the Bleeding Green Nation logo is that the wings go past the circle. It's not, it's not perfectly round. You
2: know but what I'm That's saying? cool
0: though. No,
1: it's not. It How is that not cool?
0: How's it ruined? They're ruin all it? perfectly round. Name, name another SB Nation logo like that.
1: Okay, Hog's Haven. Literally, look at it. The cheeks of like the hog go outside of the circle like that.
0: No, 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 no. I'm talking oh, the you're, outer you're like circle.
1: breaking. the. There's other ones like that. There's absolutely other ones like that. And Name if one. there isn't, then fine. We're unique deal with it <laughs> no. field goals. I looked up field goals. There's goes the Seahawks. There's ball. this
0: very similar. That's why like you have a very similar logo. You're not even unique. So congratulations on highlighting that. There's so nothing your first like problem with horse. it was
1: it wasn't unique or it was too unique. And then now it's that it's not unique enough.
0: Um, I also wanted to say, uh, while we were transitioning subjects, because um, you said you had a, a good life the last week. Did you play any Nintendo Switch? We got a lot of comments
1: about our I'd say uh, Nintendo had a, a, a great life. I would say, say I didn't have a terrible life. Um, you know, uh, I did not play any of the Switch. I'm still not on it. I haven't gotten back. We got a lot of
0: recommendations to get the new Pokemon. Yes. Um, got some invitations to play the new Mario Party. And was given some information that the old Mario Party that you have does have, I think, an update. Was that the the comment that you can now play it online? Right? Saw
1: something to that effect. Yes. Um. Thank you to the loyal listener who pointed that out. Um. Yeah. Got to get on that. We get. We gotta. We gotta coordinate more. We gotta organize it. We gotta figure out maybe Mario Party night or something or something. We we have to figure it out.
0: Um, I just saw by the way Stabby in our chat right before he left gave us a ranking of the logos. Um, in yeah, case anybody was curious, he, yeah, well, he you asked him what was second. Um, yeah,
1: not he third or knew what the answer was going to be.
0: <laughs> so he went Hogshaven number one, BGN two, Blogging the Boys three, and Big Blue View four. Big Blue View is kind of, it's kind of vanilla. For being honest, you know, it's just. I legitimately don't just, think any
1: of them are like bad. I like, that's not. Yeah, me. I agree with that like they're none of them like are terrible they are all pretty and i'm not just saying i'm a company man they're all great no like we're he gonna, says wearing a vox media
0: cap <laughs> yeah, by the way. I, I, that's what i mean <laughs> for the podcast
1: audience that's what i mean um, um uh wow. didn't we what, we what are we gonna do that for i remember i said we should rank all of the 32 espionation nfl team site logos are we doing that for the espionation nfl show are we gonna do that here? another
0: podcast that people should subscribe to and leave a rating and write a review for uh we are both company men um, i'll idea Yeah, we'll get to that deep offseason. Let's talk about Big Blue View because there really is not a lot of Cowboys or Eagles news. That's what happens when you're not in the playoffs at this point anymore. Um, Life sucks. But the New York Giants do have a bit of news. We touched on at the beginning of the show, BLG, the Brian Day Bowl, uh, Brian Flores situation, the Brian Flores accusations against the New York Giants. We'll see again what develops of that. Nothing really new at this point in time to sort of shed light on, but something that is new with regards to Brian Dable and his staff is that the Giants are hiring Wink Martindale, who we've talked a lot about here on the NFC's Mixtape, to be their new defensive coordinator. Your thoughts?
1: Did you ever look up how he got that nickname as Wink?
0: I did not, but I did get a lot of game show references. Yeah, Um, it was like
1: because something of like it was it it was it doesn't make any sense to me still. It was like a stretch. It's a stretch of a nickname for him to get that. Um, But I think this is a pretty good hire for the Giants, especially. I think it's an excellent hire that they lost. um, I thought a defensive coordinator worth keeping in Patrick Graham. I think some of the Patrick Graham hype got a little bit out of control to me, at least in some places. Like, I don't get why he was like this already a a head coaching candidate. I think Giants defense has done some nice things, but they're like not in a juggernaut by any means. Um, so uh, to to lose Patrick Graham and then to be able to arguably upgrade uh, in, in uh, wink Martindale. I mean, you look at how the Ravens have ranked in like defensive DVOA and everything outside of 2021. When, they had a lot of injuries at that position, like even before the season. Um, they had a lot of COVID issues during the season. It just really wasn't the Ravens' year. Like, just a lot of factors working against them. Um, before that, though, they've been, like, top 10 in DVOA past three years. They obviously have an aggressive blitzing style that we all know about. So, I think this is a pretty good hire, especially to go with a first-time head coach. Um, just another first-time veteran. First-time offensive
0: kinda. coach, to be specific, like, to that point. I agree with you.
1: Yeah. So, I, I think it's a good hire for him i i'm not saying
0: we're screwed like that's not my point you know what i mean i'm not like oh god the nfc East now runs through the giants that's not my point but i will say this whole process has kind of been a bummer um for a cowboys fan and, and subsequently an eagles fan in that the giants are no longer incompetent you know what i mean like like you could you could bank on that for the
1: football product might not be the ownership I mean, might be <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, sure. But like, as far as who they'll be, like, I, I no longer, again, I'm not saying like, oh man, the Cowboys or Eagles, uh, are getting swept by the giants next season. The commanders probably are, but you well, know, they're, so
1: they're like Washington. Now you're saying the giants are like, uh, are, are at a commander's level of like, they're not like a total, they're not a bottom five team.
0: I don't really put Washington there. Like, to be honest, like still, you know, so like I never
1: did, which is why I thought it was stupid that all of you, yeah, were you didn't like, think falling they're going to be like, a top, I mean a bottom five team in the NFL.
0: No, but I do think the bottom five teams, however you would rank them, they're like a special bottom five. They're, they're like a, a – And impossibly... the Giants have been in there. <laughs> I know, but like – So the there are several different types of dysfunctions happening in the NFL right now that the Giants are, are – Well, actually, given the new accusations mm. that they are now affiliated with. Uh, but like I don't think the Giants are the Jaguars. I don't think the Giants are the Texans. I still don't think that the Giants are the commanders. I mean, from from a – uh cultural standpoint at least and so maybe they're closer to that than anything else but they've they've kind of been hovering above that true mm. rock bottom to me I How? Like my point the worst record in the nfl no but that's my point like they're their like ineptitude has all been football. You know, it's like that, that's all that they have struggled with. They haven't had what Washington has had to deal with those challenges and trials and tribulations. They haven't had this Nick Easterby thorn in their side, the way that the Texans have, they didn't go down an urban Meyer path, the way the Jaguars did. Like they just suck at football. Like that's been their problem again, aside from the, mm-hmm. the Brian Flores accusations we, that are now, she can't put aside. yes, well, yeah, that's what I'm talking. I'm talking about who they've been. And so like now mm-hmm. in our current moment, they obviously are, are in that mix, but I mean it's a bummer that their football team is is better and I I you know I tweeted something about this on Tuesday like Looking at it from the Cowboys' perspective, like, we we have all had a decade where they were a guaranteed two wins. And sometimes some teams lost to them, like the Eagles this year, amazingly. But, I mean, still, like, people, you know this, you know, people love to be like, well, you know, the Patriots, all they had to do was play in the AFC East. Yeah, you know, the Cowboys and the Eagles had that. They had that. They've had that with Washington and the Giants for a decade now. And to the Eagles' credit, they cashed in and won a Super Bowl out of it. And it's, it's so frustrating to me that you had just this incompetence within the division like almost a guaranteed two wins as guaranteed as it could be. And you couldn't do anything with it. And now that it it was, it was always eventually at some point in the future going to change. And again, not that they're, you know, an amazing team now, but they're clearly, you know, climbing out of the, the pit that they've been in. And however soon they get all the way out of it remains to be seen, but they're, they're headed in the right direction.
1: Yeah. They, what, won four games this year. Um, like, think they're going to win more than that. It could be, you know, they could be a seven-win, eight-win team. And um, maybe one of those wins doesn't come over your favorite team, being the Eagles or the Cowboys, depending on when you're the fan or whoever listening to this. But, you know, one loss is, like, a big deal in terms of, you know, like, Missing out on that one seed potentially, yeah, being or, or not deep. even like, the
0: not even the one seed. Like, think we have two, uh, four seeds right in in the playoffs right now. So like, it's the difference between being the four seed and the three, or not the playoffs, the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Like, it's you're right. The one seed's is the most important thing, but like, there's a big difference between being two and three, or three and four, or four and five, whatever the case may mm-hmm. be. Yeah, you don't well, think I'm there's the you don't think the Niners or Cardinals would have preferred a game of a difference between them and the Rams?
1: Maybe maybe the Forty Nineers in the Super Bowl right now if they're hosting it, you know, in. Uh... In, in San Francisco, it's really in what, San Jose or whatever it is. Santa just, Clara. Santa Clara. Um, yeah. Um, so I do think uh long, long way to go before. Yes, we're saying the Giants are actually like good, good or good at all. Not even like fake good. But, um, you know, that's the thing, though. You hit rock bottom. <laughs> there's only really one place to go up. It'd be hard for them to be this bad by even just by accident. Again, like the nature of the NFL and parody and and how things shift like that it's it's easier to kind of luck into a good season the giants did that with ben mcadoo and and they made the playoffs that year basically and they had a really easy schedule and everything so um it's looking like they have the beginnings of something that is at least not a total disgrace which is a big upgrade
0: i think that in different ways and again I you can't remove the brian flores accusations but it seems so something i thought about when stabby was talking was how like if i was a washington fan you know, I, I've got a lot of thoughts. To me. Let me put them together in a better way. I have thought over the last week that if I was a Commanders fan, I, or rather, I would give a Commanders fan permission to leave.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if, if, that's on the uh, look ahead, right.
0: Well, and so like, I'm not saying this is the like most egregious thing that the organization has done. Cause it's not, but I understand if you're, if you've been a fan of that team your whole life, and you were like okay you know what i'm gonna give him this 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 last shot to impress me because you know again the way stabby talked about they were hyping it up and gassing it up and juicing it up like this is going to be awesome and so to then let you down like it's full it's the most clear concise proof that you would ever have that it's never going to change right like you know and so like i i get it if you want to walk as a washington commanders fan I think you have permission in the fan code of conduct, and so that's my my take on that. And so what I what I mean the differences between them and the Giants is if you're a Giants fan, it's just been like this tread of dread. And we talked about this. If they were gonna bring Joe Judge back, you're stuck in that. So you're like, well, we got to go through this whole song and dance this coming season just for you to fire him and us to begin to heal. And they did that. They they begun they began the healing soon, and all these things. Like again, like I'm not saying Giants fans get ready. You're you know you're gonna be super proud of who this team is but the they are you are moving like the the darkest part of the night is over the the sun is starting to rise and and that's an, that's hopeful if you're a fan I think you have something to finally look forward to I don't feel like that's the case for the commanders
1: you can hang your hat on something as we right. talk about here a lot um our good friend Joe Judge by the way back in New England <laughs> as we're hearing today I guess I don't know one to one replacing Josh Daniels but uh, part of the team effort to replace Josh Daniels, make Daniels, not Josh Daniels. Um, So interesting, uh, I guess, to see that. Uh, but yeah, you know, I think the arrow should be pointing up on the Giants again, just because it would be hard to continue to point down. There wasn't really much room to go down to. um, So, you know, good for them, I guess. Not really, but uh, I mean, good for them, not good for us.
0: That's true. Um, I guess last thing uh, before we do some Super Bowl predictions, BLG, the coaches, uh, all coaching vacancies are now filled. So we know all of the new coaches, all of the changes uh, that every team will be facing. Obviously, that includes the NFC East. So the Cowboys will be facing five new coaches in 2022. I think the Eagles are facing all of them, if my math is correct on that. Um, But obviously, the, the the NFC East plays the NFC North. So we've got Maddie Bifluis in Chicago, former Cowboy staffer, Kevin O'Connell in Minnesota. Um, so that's two. And then you've got the two new ones in the AFC South, Lovey Smith, Houston Texans, and your boy, Doug Peterson with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Coming back to Philly. Um, and then the fifth one, uh who is the fifth one that I'm oh, Brian Dable with the Giants, of course. So six games total for at least the Cowboys that are coming from the new head coaches, but a seventh because the Eagles play the New Orleans Saints, if I'm yep. correct. So Dennis Allen, obviously the new head coach there. Um, all, you know, seven games for the Eagles against new head coaches in two thousand twenty two. That's pretty crazy. Uh,
1: I guess. Do you think that, it means anything?
0: <laughs> I I mean, of the crew um that we're talking about uh, you know only three are first-time head coaches because dennis sounds uh, people forget he's been a head coach before doug peterson's been a head coach before obviously levy smith has been a head coach before but kevin o'connell's brand new uh maddie is brand new and brian dable is brand new and so am i missing one i, th- I think i'm missing another one but um i mean hey it's, you know i don't think it's a big deal but it's interesting it's interesting it? cowboys are going to play the super bowl winner and the super bowl loser um so i know the eagles won't play either of those teams in 2022
1: but it's kind of weird how like the afc south kind of has this uh bizarro nfc's twist to it in terms of like you have doug peterson down there now you're gonna get a lot of like former eagles assistants on his staff i imagine they just apparently reportedly hiring former eagles um linebacker and linebackers coach mike caldwell their defensive coordinator um You have Carson Wentz for now in that division, obviously, Frank Reich.
0: I hope the Jaguars beat them by 50 both times. That would be (laughs) so funny.
1: It's going to happen. I mean, again, Frank Reich has never swept the Jags before Doug Peterson has got there. So that really will be satisfying.
0: I kind of, I think it's weird that Doug Peterson wound up in Jacksonville. It just never, never seemed like the one that would make sense. But I kind of love that the big daddy, Doug is, is like here to, to show. Cause like, if I was Doug Peterson, it would piss me off that everybody's like, well, Frank Reich's really the one who did this. And Carson Wentz and Press Taylor. But it's like, no, I'm Doug Peterson. Like I'm the dude who did this. Like, I hope he just owns them. I really do.
1: Uh, I guess transitioning to the Super Bowl, a big reason why I'm, I, it would kill me, RJ, if the Rams win is because I feel like. Kind of speaking to what you just said there like doug peterson like seems to like barely get credit i've heard from, i've heard your take yeah. on this a
0: thousand times but it's if just doug true Peterson doesn't get as much credit for one of the super bowl he Sean McVay
1: does for losing it it's true how is that not true
0: I, I it's, it's true but it's it's true for non-doug peterson super bowl winning coaches so it's true for mike mccarthy in that sense You know what I mean? Like, it's, like, the the point you're making is that Sean McVay gets a lot of credit for doing relatively little so far. Not relatively little, but, I mean, for not doing things that other coaches have done. That's all I'm saying. Like, that's the point. Sean McVay, Sean McVay is the, and Patrick Mahomes is amazing. He's much more amazing at his job than Sean McVay is. But he gets the Patrick Mahomes treatment where it's like, oh, my gosh, Sean McVay knows the players on the team. Whoa, wow, amazing.
1: That's what you've talked about before. Like, we're, like, people inventing reasons to be impressed by Sean McVay as opposed to just, like, like there's obviously reasons to be impressed by him and he's done a lot of good things but like we have to somehow talk about how yeah it's impressive I I hope he he loses to his
0: protege Zach Taylor so badly I mean because that would be like if dude if they lose if he's if he's lost two Super Bowls one because like yeah I mean, and if you lose to Bill Belichick, you know, no shame in that. And I know you
1: Eagles. No, 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 no. You, you, Tom uh, McVay is responsible for the lowest sure. scoring output in Super Bowl history. There all is I, shame in losing that. I all, don't care who you're playing. All, against.
0: all I mean is like, if if you're gonna if you're gonna put up that performance, it's the the least embarrassing way to do it is to do it against Bill Belichick. That's Still all bad. I'm saying. Um, but if he loses to the Bengals like because the narrative is still like the Bengals, you know what i mean and to zach taylor in his house ram's house you know what i mean like it's house? ram's house it's so, That's so bad dude it's so annoying that like and that will be it will be like the la part of all this is really annoying as is and if they win it it will be even more annoying i i have never rooted for a team that obviously wasn't the cowboys more in a super bowl than i might be rooting for the Bengals on sunday
1: interesting um yeah i really do not want the rams to win because of the mcveigh factor the fan part of it doesn't matter to me as much because like they don't have like a super real fan base that i know of at least like that i i don't i can't tell you any ram sands that i know i don't know any ram sands and if the ones i do oh no
0: kenny kenny is a seahawks fan actually uh
1: case in point um uh, the ram sands i do know like 3k back from Turf show times uh back in the day Great follow Yeah, when they were in St. Louis, like those, you know, that's those were the real Rams fans. The Rams fans I knew from in St. Louis, like those, but a lot of those people I feel like haven't necessarily followed over to L.A. because it's like a weird thing, and some have. Like it's kind of a a, a, so I'll I'll be happy for them, like the true Rams fans for sure, um, and and decide to stick with the team, and like the matthew stafford thing is weird to me so many people are like oh i would just be so happy for him." who who even cared about matthew stafford like in detroit you know what i mean like i don't know he, it's fine whatever like i don't i mean i'm not sure whatever like i'm not upset about it but i'm not like over who's really going to be overjoyed about that except if maybe you're a lion's fan. although some lion's fans, as you have talked about on the sb nation nfl show might be uh split about that one um
0: who who I, is a player that fits that archetype for you? Like what what some people are saying, Matthew Stafford is for them. That like has won a Super Bowl, and you're like, man, I'm really happy that player X.
1: You probably know, um De, uh, Broncos legend DeMarcus Ware. I was just so happy to finally see him get away from a losing organization and finally win the Super Bowl. He's, but uh, he's going
0: into the Hall of Fame this week, by the way.
1: Yeah, as a Bronco. Um, no, obviously that doesn't happen in the NFL. But anyway, uh. I don't think there is one. I just don't. That's not how I think. Like, no, I'm not happy for another person. I want my team to win. Like, I'm I not mean, happy for like someone we else. We both
0: like Russell Wilson. That was cool. And that was really early. But you know what I mean? Like, that was cool to see that happen. Like, I do think it's cool. I, I think elite players should have rings. You know, like, I think it would mm. be a shame if Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey went their whole careers well, didn't and earn it. <laughs> no, I, I know that. I mean, I'm not yeah. saying give it to them, but I'm saying like, I, I like, to me, I'm. I'm rooting more for that than I am Matthew Stafford. You know what I'm saying? Like, because they've put in a lot more, you know, high-level work than Matthew Stafford has. Like, Matthew Stafford's been the quarterback of the Lions. You know what I mean? Like, people act like he was so trapped. Like, the Lions are so again. The I talked about
1: this with stats on the Espionation NFL show. The the Lions
0: are bad, but if any one player had the influence to overcome that, it's the quarterback, and he had Calvin Johnson on his team.
1: And look who the team that the (laughs) he's playing in the Super Bowl, like. Joe Burrow did what, what Stafford totally could do that's with the Bengals, Like, that's or just the Lions. Point. Like, Joe Burrow did elevate them beyond a team who had never won a road playoff game in franchise history. Like, and a team who yeah, hadn't won a playoff game since what, 1991 or whatever. Like, 1988. Like, whatever. Yeah, whatever it was. Like, it's he did that. Not, and that's not to say Stafford is trash, but like, he could have been better. It wasn't like he did everything he possibly could have, and the Lions just simply let him down. Like, that's that's how some people frame it, and that's just like not the reality.
0: Yeah. Now, I, that's we are simpatico on this um so good for us you know we, we feel the same way wow um, Who are you taking the win so you know this I in the divisional round I took the Titans the Packers the Bucks and the Bills um which did not work out and then like all my mentions were like oh you went for four blah, blah, blah. and so um strategically strategically to I took
1: strategy. The,
0: I took the Chiefs and the Niners in the title game because this was the matchup I wanted to see. Um, So I'm still like, I haven't decided, like, do I want to adhere to the the vibes that have been working? Like, do I pick the team I want to see lose or do I just go all out and pick the team I want to see win? Um, I've decided in this moment, Uh, in case anyone is unaware, last year, our panel of experts at SB Nation, we all picked who we thought was going to win the Super Bowl. And BLG did try to put the reverse jinx on the Buccaneers, which is why he picked them. I was still right. (laughs) and it was it blew up in your face i picked the buccaneers right. in earnest i was the only person who legitimately truly actually picked the buccaneers but we were the Still only counts. two who had them slotted on our list so you know what i'm going by that methodology i want uh i'm picking the Bengals, taking them bangles wow. let's go let's party
1: i am taking the rams because i'm sticking with i don't want them to win and at least if they do i'll be right about it um wow It'd be pretty bad. Yeah. Like, I'm not devastated. Like, obviously, I'm trying to think about devastating non-NFC East. You know, because obviously the Giants was terrible twice. That was just, that was horrible. I, I can vividly remember being on Bleeding Green Nation and in like, you know, the, the BGN Super Bowl thread. And all these freaking Giants fans coming on into the comments after the game and just shoving it. Right in our faces, and it was like the worst thing. Like, I hate this, and especially because of the gaslighting nature. It wasn't even like the Giants were obviously so awesome that it was like they deserved this, and it was just like indisputable. It was like,
0: it was like, Eli did it again, yeah. yeah I was like, was, no, I mean, like
1: they suck, and they just happened to win. This isn't like some really deserved thing. Like, you were the best team at the end of the day, and I can respect this. Like, like the Eagle Super Bowl, almost maybe in a way that was uh annoying to or <clears throat> like the Eagle Super Bowl they were the best team in the nfl that year like they were like they just or at least you know one, one of the top two like like there was not a fluke i mean nick Foles got hot yeah but like he can do that he can get hot it wasn't like he, he it was never a, got it was hot a at fluke in a unique way it was a fluke like in a he got way. hot he's he's had hot moments before in his career though it's not like some it's not like he totally right. sucked
0: your your point is we're not upset with either team that wins this that's what that's your point like what, nfc east year? wise there's nothing actually i will say it, commanders fans are probably dreading um the Rams winning because then it's the like look at the 2013 Washington staff that had Sean McVay and Kyle Shanahan and Mike so McDaniel dumb. and like you know like that has to get really old.
1: How many Super Bowls have those coaches won? Well, it would be one if Sean
0: McVay won it. Um, yeah, is, is the point. so zero right um, now?
1: Like everyone talks about, like it's like the most amazing feat somehow in NFL history. I didn't.
0: I did want to bring one last thing up before we leave because I don't think stats will let me on the look ahead on the S V Nation NFL show. This was going around NFL Reddit, uh, the NFL subreddit, um, on on monday so there are six nfl teams blg that don't use their primary logo on their helmet like as an example the cowboy star is on their helmet so the eagles are one of the six because they're their the logo of the bird is not what's actually on their helmet so there's the six winch. who, who don't, right who don't use their primary logo on the helmet super bowl 56 will be the first time two of them will face off In the Super Bowl, the six teams, in case you're wondering, the Bengals, the the logo I've been on record about, this sucks, the B, um, not what's on their helmet, the Browns, the Jets, it's a unique situation, the Rams, the Eagles, and the Vikings. First time that two of these teams are meeting in the Super Bowl, it's pretty cool.
1: I think the Bengals have a good helmet big man i think it's they have an one.
0: awesome helmet they have an awesome logo which is why it's stupid that they use a b as their logo why is there not a tiger that is their logo that's long been my contention the helmet is awesome i think it's great i think it would be a nightmare to get signed if you're a fan mm. but yeah, but i mean sharpie. it is an like The 50 yard line logo should be a tiger. Like the things they wear on caps and shirts and jackets should be a tiger. What's more is if you look at any team who uses letters as their logo, like the Rams, the Rams logo is LA. The Kansas City logo is KC. The 49ers logo is SF, the Green Bay logo is the G, the Bears logo is the C. They are all the letters for the city that they play in. The Bengals are the only one who the letter is the letter of the for the first letter of the word that they are, the Bengals. Why is it a B instead of a C for Cincinnati?
1: And it's not even like you can be like, well, there's another team in Ohio that also uses a C cuz they don't the Browns don't use a C, you know, they're they don't have a logo. Um it's, it's I think to another point of the Bengals helmet like to be able to pull off a helmet that's also like not symmetrical i think that's a that's a big thing you know so many of them are right
0: right my uh my last thing on the helmets is um so the Bengals helmet has stripes but not the way most helmets do most helmets have, we talked about this with the Hawks haven logo they have the the stripe going front to back you know what i'm talking about like over the top of the head um yeah symmetrical five five of the last six super bowls have featured Two helmets that did not have the stripe in the middle of their head. Think about that. So you've got Bengals Rams. Neither has the stripe again on the middle. Um, Super Bowl 55 last year had the Bucks and the Chiefs. Neither has any stripe of any kind. Super Bowl 53, the Patriots and the Rams. Again, the Rams, obviously, and the Patriots don't have any stripe. Super Bowl 52, the Eagles don't have a stripe. The Patriots don't have a stripe as mentioned. And Super Bowl 51, the Patriots and the Falcons. No stripes of any kind. So if you got a a stripe in the middle of your helmet, like odds are you're not going to be in the Super Bowl. The only team that has been has been the 49ers as of late, and they lost.
1: Hmm. So you've cracked the code. Even if
0: you look at the final four teams in the NFL this year, the 49ers were the only one who had the stripe down the middle.
1: Do the Cowboys so have a stripe on their helmet? Uh, what? Do the Cowboys have a stripe on their helmet?
0: That's what I was about to say. So if you're the Cowboys, I guess commanders, because they do have the new stripe, the Giants, the Lions, uh, the Panthers kind of have a stripe. The Seahawks also kind of have a weird stripe. Um, the Bills, the Packers, the Titans – the raiders the colts the broncos the browns and the dolphins if you're any one of those teams like you are sol baby
1: tough maybe Can't the Bengals relate.
0: break this curse like the ultimate stripe brings life to the stripes again
1: maybe it's an inspiration that there should be less stripes and more unique designed uniquely designed helmets mm. oh it would... be, and on that note third helmet rule coming in right Because that
0: was the cool part of the Washington reveal is that it validated that the third helmet thing is happening. In case anyone's unaware, last year was reported that in 2000, starting in 2022, teams could wear an alternate helmet. They have not been able to, I believe, since 2013. Uh, was when this rule was instituted, um, like when you see teams wear alternate uniforms, they're wearing the same helmet. Sometimes, like the Packers just take the logo off, or the Bears take the logo off. It's, it's so it's, funny
1: that like anytime this happens, like because I see this all the time. They're like, "How how is this team wearing this?" It's like it's the same. Yeah, helmet. I don't
0: know how people don't get that. Like it's so frustrating <laughs> that, that people can't see it. Uh, oh, the car. Everyone's done. Oh, no, that's that's what
1: I'm trying to say. <laughs>
0: The Saints also have a stripe. I forgot them um, on the stripe teams. But um, so the the Cowboys uniform, I'm assuming, is coming back is the throwback helmets, the white one with the Thanksgiving, what people associate as a Thanksgiving Day uniforms. That's like the dark
1: blue kind of. Yeah, it's like it's
0: navy and white. There's no silver. The pants are white, too. The helmet is white as opposed to silver. So we're probably getting that uh, on Thanksgiving this year. You think we're getting Kelly Green for the Eagles?
1: They've talked about it for a while. I would I would hope so. I don't you think it's a good look like in terms of aesthetically
0: i like it but i if i'm being completely honest these like so the the cowboys throwback uniforms and we'll definitely do a podcast about this in the summer too or this off season but like if you're gonna wear those wear them on thanksgiving that's it like i don't you know what i mean don't wear it on this random monday night game or something like it makes sense on thanksgiving so in that sense the way i associate the kelly green uniforms is like wear it for a home game at noon like it needs to be in the daylight you know what i mean like I, i'm not accustomed to seeing those uniforms at nighttime so like if you're gonna do it the right way i'm all for it but don't just like do it you know for a random thursday night game or something that isn't necessarily cool
1: what about like an eagle cowboys thanksgiving game throwback where you, you go head to head
0: i mean the problem with that is like you know like i don't know so like if you're gonna do that like if you're if you're gonna wear if you're, like this wouldn't be thanksgiving but if you're the eagles and you're gonna wear that logo the kelly green thing then you gotta change everything like you gotta change the midfield logo you gotta change the tarps on this you know what i mean like you can't be wearing the kelly green and then have all the ancillary things be the dark green that would that, that doesn't agree. make sense so, like you, you gotta fully commit to give us the full experience so you to do that send. yeah exactly um yeah it is what it is but um anything right. else we want to cover any anything before we leave we did this show with our new microphones by the way so if you thought it sounded good on twitter brandon gotten at rjo no <laughs> um anything else oh my gosh blg ben simmons just got traded
1: no you're mess with me
0: <laughs> i know <laughs> i thought i i thought i could get you excited wow i it was like uh, a one
1: percent chance i thought <laughs> You're being honest and sincere because um, <laughs> so I want it to be true, but it's not. That
0: does that, that, it for this week's NFC East mixtape. B, the last uh,
1: seven words belong to you. Listen to the SB Nation NFL Show.